Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in. I am so excited for you to meet today's very special guest, Scottish singer, songwriter and poet Jamie McGeehan, also known as Little Fire. For those of you who don't know him, here's a tiny taste of his wonderful music before jumping into the interview. Green grow the rushes, oh. Green grow the rushes, oh. Sweetest sooners I ever spent, I spent some mangalasses on. There's nut but keer on every hand, and every earth that passes on, what signifies a life of man, and twenty four lasses on. Green grow the rushes on. Hello, Jamie. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure having you here. So, Salami, how did you find out about us? That we were very surprised when you when we received the email, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> we have someone interested. This is so cool." Absolutely. So, uh, my name is Jamie McGeehan. I'm from here in Scotland, um, but I just moved over to St. Louis uh, in Missouri in the U.S. Um, in December of last year. So, I've not been here long. And um, of course, I'm always really um, happy to meet with people and organizations that are involved with promoting Scotland and uh, Scottish culture and, you know, the, the partnership or the marriage between uh, Scotland and other cultures around the world. So when I, when I learned of the St. Andrews Society in Mexico, I was like, I need to say hello. So it's great to talk to you. And how do you find us through our social media? Or... Yeah, through through Facebook. Um, I believe just a couple of months ago, and I I saw um, you know your your passion um, on the website as well, and I just thought I, I'd love to say hi. We're so glad you did because we're very very excited to have you here. And as you say, it's always great to meet people that share this same passion. And it was very surprising for us because when you uh, wrote. Um, the email we had just started the podcast like a week before that or something like that so we were like wow this is too soon and it's so great so yeah it was surprising but really really great well thank you I mean it's just it's always a a pleasure to to connect with people in, in any sense around the world and I think for me because I've left home um any opportunity to connect around Scotland but um, more importantly, to meet new people. Um, I, I welcome that so much, you know. Yeah, exactly. And especially if that means like opportunities to collaborate in projects like this and Absolutely. other projects to come, who knows? So that's, that's great to have these connections. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I, I hadn't used Zoom until the, the beginning of this year, you know, but what a wonderful tool, you know, I just, I love meeting people in general. Um, and I just, I was very impressed with your, your passion as well. And I just thought, wow, so cool. So very, I'm very interested in, in what you do as well. Yeah, we're doing a lot of things and especially within the social media environment and the virtual environment, because, you know, with this, we had to think of new ways to, you know, keep the community involved and keep things going on in spite of uh, all the in-person events being cancelled. So we've been working very hard to, you know, enhance our social media presence and all of that. Absolutely. 
and you're doing it. It's working. <laughs> you're doing it's working. It. Here's the proof. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, for me, we will never be able to replace bringing people together in person, of course. Um, whether that's through St Andrew's events or Burns Suppers or Hogmanay. But um, I'm so glad that we've got this opportunity uh, to connect. So can you please share your story with us? And, you know, especially regarding your music, we'd love to hear uh, about you and all that you're doing. Thank you so much, Tanya. So my name is Jamie McGeechan. Um, I was born in Falkirk in Scotland, which uh, your, your members uh, will be familiar with. Um, Falkirk is a, a beautiful place and very historic as well. Um, and I moved to Ayrshire um, when I was a, a wee boy. And Ayrshire is you know, synonymous with Robert Burns. Um, and for me, I'm a musician, uh, I sing and play guitar and um, was very much influenced by the, the poetry of Robert Burns from a young age, um, as is very common at school in Ayrshire. Um, and music has always been my first passion and it's, it's brought me, you know, to Scottish festivals in uh, the US previously, as well as to Australia and um, in Europe. And I am... Um, I just moved here to the US in December of last year. Um, so I've got this you know, great love for, for music, but also um, just for meeting people all around the world. And I feel music has been a, a great conduit for that. Um, yeah. Oh, that's great. No, actually I've been to both Falkirk and Air because I studied my master's there. So I, I used to like uh, seize every opportunity for traveling around and, yeah, Falkirk is great, like with the, the wheel. That, that's, that's very interesting and it's very beautiful. I Absolutely. Like it. And I have a friend that's from from Air as well, or uh, from a smaller town. I don't know if you've heard of it, uh, Mabel. Mabel, of course. Just, yeah, just down the road. Aye. No, I'm so yeah. impressed. I'm so impressed. Yeah, I used to go there a lot to visit my friend. So, yeah, I spent quite a while visiting and it's very nice. I love it there. Very, very nice. No, and actually I visited the Burns Cottage as well. So when I read about you recording there, I was like, ah, I was there, I was there, and I was very excited. So can you tell us about that experience? It must have been very exciting. Yeah, so my relationship um, with the Burns Museum um, actually started at the, the opening of the Robert Burns Birthplace Museum, which is um, just, you know, down the road from the cottage. It's the National Trust for Scotland that uh, managed the property. And um, I had the privilege to perform at the opening of the museum um, with my good friend Colin Hunter, who's a fellow Ayrshire musician. And that was just such an honour. Um, and then four years ago now, I had the privilege to record inside Burns Cottage. Um, and it was uh, a uniquely inspiring experience. And um, I was the, the first person to get that opportunity to record inside the cottage, which was um, wonderful. Just when you think about, um, yeah, like the acoustics of the, the Burns Cottage where he was born are, are part of the music in a sense. Um, so that was just wonderful. And it's, it's interesting. Um, obviously, I, I've never met Burns. None of us have met Burns in person. But, you know, I think we can feel that we have met Burns through his works, through his, uh, his the, the values in the, in the work. And um, 
Yes, I, th I think, you know, if you live in Ayrshire or wherever you are around the world, um, it's quite lovely to feel touched by, you know, his emotion and um, sentiment hundreds of years later. Yeah, that, that's, that's great. Like the atmosphere of the place must have added a lot of emotion to the performance as well, right? Like to Absolutely. Close to him in a way. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's wonderful um, to visit Ayrshire. It's wonderful to visit Alloway and Ayr and um, to see places that the, the, the Burns lived and, and visited. There's the Tamashanter pub in Ayr, town centre, um, you know, that like Burns drank in hundreds of years ago. It's still there. Um, you can go to Souter Johnny's, Kirkoswold. There's, there's so many amazing places that... Um, have a real legacy of Burns and I think you know if you are a Scottish aficionado or 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 even if you just appreciate poetry in general it's it's hard not to be moved um by his his works. So would you say that Burns has deeply influenced your music? Yeah I'd say from a from a kind of an, an ideals point of view um because obviously we I don't know um, the melodies he would have used, but in terms of the, the values and the romance and the idealism of uh, much of his work, I'd say um, it's inescapable not to be influenced by his work as a, as a Scot or as someone who is um, appreciative of his work, you know, a man's a man for all that. Um, and despite some of the, the, the more controversial aspects of Burns, his uh, promotion of, you know, the, the women really are the fairer sex, you know, which we all know, you know. Um, it's so absolutely, you can't escape his influence um, when you look at Scotland and aspects of Scottish culture. Um, yeah. Yeah, there, there's no way to escape. <laughs> but but it's, it's wonderful that you have like taken this um, values, right? Yes. So are you a, a romantic yourself? I, w I would say so. I would say so. Um, very much to see the, the, the beauty and the tragedy in everything, but uh, to always have the everlasting hope for, um, for life and for... Uh, love, of course, because what is life without love? Um, and I, I'd say with, with that appreciation um, for, you know, all living things and love, that's obviously universal. Many, many poets and writers have, have wrote with those values, but it just seems um, to really hit home, you know, coming from Burns. But there's been so many great writers all around the world and... Uh, Hopefully I'll manage to fill my heart and head with much more culture as I uh, live longer. Sure. And do you have any other uh, songwriters or musicians that inspired you growing up? Or... Yeah. So my, my, my favourite singer um, of all time uh, is a guy called Andrew Roachford. And Andrew Roachford uh, you know, comes from London in England. But uh, I mean, he's a soul singer, pop. So it's like soul and pop. Um, favorite other singers, Ray LaMontagne from the US. He's one of my favorites. Um, Ted Hawkins, David Gray. Um, but I really like 
grassroots music, you know, I mean, I love music, obviously, that's been in the charts, but I know so many great Scottish talents um, who, you know, maybe haven't sold millions of records, but I mean, Scotland's full of great talent. And then one of the projects I've been working on recently um, with the American Scottish Foundation based in New York is a, a compilation album of uh, new Scottish music, and it's called Sounds from Scotland. And it's uh, 20 songs from uh, brand new uh, Scottish singers and bands. Uh, and that's going to be released at uh, St Andrew's Day, uh, so the 30th of November. Um, because I love traditional aspects to Scotland or any culture. I think we should respect it. But I think it's so important to bring in the contemporary and the new, you know, because we are so much more than uh, the, the more kind of like stereotypical aspects um, of our culture. And... I think it's important to, to move forward, to have an open mind for uh, moving things forward, you know. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, like new ideas, new ways of communicating, like new ways of doing everything. And of course, giving way to new talent. And actually, I, I have a, a very good idea here because we uh, just opened our uh, Spotify account as well. And we created some playlists and one is of traditional Scottish music and we have another one with modern uh, Scottish music. But sometimes it's hard from this side of the world to be you know, like in touch with new trends or new releases. So if you have any suggestions for the playlist, we would be really grateful. Thank you. I, I would love that. Absolutely. I mean, I worked as a, a music journalist for about six, seven years in Scotland, um, writing for the Ayrshire Post newspaper. And I also I, I put on, I organised uh, concerts, events as well. Um, you know, some concerts with Doogie McLean, um, Justin Curry from De La Mitri. So I've been involved in music since I was about 14 or 15. And i um, all aspects of it, you know, writing about it, organizing events. Um, it sounds cheesy, but music has been like the foundation of my, you know, life for you know, so long now. Um, and the, the first time I ever went to New York was to sing at a Burns supper. And for me to, you know, come from Ayrshire in Scotland to get this invitation to sing, um, internationally it was just incredible but um, I'm, I'm very passionate about uh, new Scottish music as well as uh, respecting the more traditional so good on you with the um, promotion good on you good on you <laughs> hey thank you wow that thing about performing in New York must have been very exciting you know it's, it's a big step absolutely absolutely just very surreal very surreal uh, my goodness I've never had a plan with music, you know, there's never been a kind of like a, a, a kind of cynical plan or goals, but just the enjoyment to sing, the passion to sing um, has taken me like obviously to Australia and America and around Europe as well. And I just love it. You know, I've never had any designs on, you know, being a commercial pop star, just connecting with people and just physically feeling good to sing. You know, it's great. You know, you, you just reminded me of something that my dad always tells me, that is to do things not looking for recognition or prizes or anything like that, because then you lose what's really important, that you should always do things for passion and love, and then recognition will come on its own. And exactly. I think that's very true and wise. 
and yeah, it just reminded me of what you said. So that's that's very nice. And yeah, it's truth. It's just truth, isn't it? I mean, um, yeah, your your values will dictate your success to a degree, and people connect with what you do uh, far more. Um, Honestly, if it's authentic, you know, you do it because you love it, not because you want their um, affections per se. Um, but for me, like, I love singing, playing music, but I just, uh, I love hearing other people sing. I love uh, watching, um, you know, filmmakers work. I just love culture, emotion, and I, I'm very keen to learn, um, you know, about Mexican culture and the, the, the marriage between Mexican culture and Scotland. I'm so interested to learn more um, and uh, be very grateful um, for that at some point or going forward. Very grateful. Yes, we're glad to let you know all that we're doing and share our, our, a bit of our history and our projects. So, yeah, it would be really, really nice to have that exchange of information. Absolutely. Yeah, whenever you want, we can have another chat about that. Thank you. I'm so keen for that. You know, that the world has really opened up, of course, over the last two decades, thanks to technology. And um, I just feel very privileged to, okay, this year's crazy, but I feel very privileged to live in a time where I can have this conversation with someone thousands of miles away, hundreds of miles away. It's a, it's a privilege and um, I just love it. We're, we're all, um, we're all part of the, you know, the one world and, uh, it's so important to me to have a very international outlook um, as well. It feels good. I love, I love meeting people from different cultures um, and, and finding the, the commonalities because, you know, obviously there are so many. Yeah, I totally agree. It's so great. I, I still, it still amazes me how easy it is now to get in touch with people from around the world. Like, this conversation we're having right now, it wouldn't be possible without this technology. No, and we can be in touch with people, I don't know, in, in Edinburgh or even in Australia or wherever you know, with, with this. So it's, it's wonderful that we have this chance. We're very lucky. So, and I know you said you don't have a plan, but uh, what are you working on like right now? Do you have like any album releases or what has been, you know, like... Uh, going on lately great great um yeah so i've been here um in st louis which is a lovely little city it's um it's lovely but i'm so looking forward to exploring you know when it's okay to do so um and my i mean so so this year i wrote a, a little book of poems a, a poetry book called glaikit um which you know is a, a kind of another Scots word for being a bit daft, glaikit. So I, I released this book of poems this year. But one thing I'm really keen to do is to obviously hit the road in a car and drive around and write about um, you know my experiences as I go playing music. I'm so keen to return to live music. Um, I'm so keen to you know make the most of the opportunity to be in a different part of the world and get out and learn and live and I enjoy playing music. Um, I, my last album was released in December last year um, called Midnight Kingdom. Um, but I really want to, I haven't recorded anything this year. You know, my focus has just been on 
trying to stay positive, you know, rather than a lot of creating apart from writing. But um, I mean, I've been productive with putting this album together and Sounds from Scotland album and um, also working with the American Scottish Foundation uh, based in New York. We are we're doing a conference in December, the Scottish North American Community Conference, which is bringing various different Scottish groups together um, in, from the US and Canada um, to talk about you know, Scottish issues. That should be interesting. Um, I'll send you the link for that. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I want to have aspirations to come and visit Mexico and sing in Mexico. And I want to have aspirations to go to Canada and meet people and sing. And um, I feel like we're almost there. We're almost. <laughs> almost there. Yeah, we're, we're not that far away. <laughs> yeah, we would love to make that happen. You know, if you could come and, and sing for us, that would be, that would be lovely. And tell me more about the foundation, because you've mentioned it twice. How, how did you get involved with them? or uh, What do they do? Or Yeah, so the American Scottish Foundation are a, a non-profit um, based in New York who have um, been in existence since 1956. And basically the organization acts as a, a kind of bridge between the US and Scotland. Um, promoting uh, you know relationships, partnerships between Scotland and America, and um, you know th this year we've been um, promoting uh, films that came from Scotland. Um, you know we were involved in promoting Outlaw King uh, previously, and also the Robert the Bruce movie. So uh, a partnership there to promote these movies, um, also um, doing philanthropic work, so investing in um, projects revolving around the Scots in the US and um, the John Muir Way. Um, this year we've been putting together online concerts, podcasts, and um, the ASF, the American Scottish Foundation, are one of the, the organisations that put New York Tartan Week together as well. And obviously Tartan Week in New York couldn't happen the way it normally would this year, but um, hopefully next year it can resume to normal. So, uh, I mean, I've had a relationship with the organisation for a couple of years, um, writing about music and um, singing as well. Um, they were the organisation that brought me from Scotland to New York um, a couple of years ago for the first time. Um, so for me, it's an opportunity to become involved um, to promote Scotland over here. Um, so that's something I'm, I'm passionate about, but also um, I just love meeting people, you know, I think that's so key for me and we should be passionate about connecting with other groups out there, you know, it's great to have the community we live in and, and then, you know, your society, but I think, you know, collaborative networking, communicating with other people who have similar passions is so important. Yeah, I totally agree. It's like our shared mission as well. Exactly. exactly. And and is is was that the reason why you moved to America or why why did you leave Scotland? I met a girl, or should I say, a woman? 
Oh, that explains a lot because I was thinking, why on earth would you leave Scotland? <laughs> you know, because I would love to go back. I would love to leave. So I, I couldn't get my head around why would someone leave it, since it's so wonderful. So hmm, love that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good reason. Of course, the 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 best reason. Yeah, I met I met Sarah, my wife, in two thousand and eighteen um, in Scotland. Um, we started to get talking and things progressed from there and you know I never thought I would live over here in the US and in all honesty I'm glad that I came here instead of uh, Sarah coming to Scotland because the novelty of being here is wonderful you know I'm somewhere different I'm being challenged as well you know by being here um, and but Scotland will always be home, always, always, always. Uh, my family are there. My 13-year-old brother, Aidan, is there. And I, I it's very difficult to be apart from them, very difficult. But next year, I hope to return every three, four months, you know, because Scotland is me, you know. This, this is great, but Scotland is really where my, my heart's at. It's part of who you are. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think it's so important not to feel bad about feeling like that, you know. You know, I, I'm, I'm an internationalist. I'm a human. I love humans because we're all... We're all, we're all human, but, you know, I just culturally, I probably feel more comfortable there, but... Um, I don't know. I just I love I love being a wee bit out of my comfort zone and um, traveling as well. So I look forward to some traveling soon. Yes, please. No, I totally get it. I love traveling as well. Like so, right now I feel you know like so trapped <laughs> because we can't go and explore. And I I don't know if this happens to you, but uh, I'm a designer. So as a like I think my creative mind gets like stimulated when I'm traveling because you can find like so many sources of inspiration when you meet other cultures and other ways of living and other colors and scenery. So I think that's very very uh, enriching for our creative practices. So what what do you what do you design, Tanya? Well, uh, I'm a graphic designer. Uh, with a master's in animation. Uh, so that's what I studied uh, back in Scotland in the Glasgow School of Art. And now I am a, a professor at a university here in Mexico. So, so good, so good. How, how was your experience of studying in Glasgow School of Art? Because I, I've always um, had friends that hold it in such high regard and they say it was a wonderful experience. It was wonderful, wonderful, like the best experience of my life, honestly. It was so amazing, so inspiring, perfect, beautiful. So nice, so nice, so good. Oh, and the best part was like to meet all these amazing people from all over the world, not only from Scotland, but from all over. And it was brilliant. So good, so good. I'm so impressed. I've, I've always um, had aspirations of being more... Um, talented I suppose in visual arts but I'm uh, probably music is more my thing or, or you know communication but um, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we all have different languages of uh, for expressing our 
ourselves, right? So, like, for me, like, I love listening to music, but I have no musical talent whatsoever. Like, I've tried to learn piano, to learn singing, and nope, nope, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> but so I think I'll stick to drawing for now. So don't worry about that. We all have our, our own set of skills. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So, and about your, your writing, um, can you tell us more about your book? I'm very intrigued about that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, I've um, I started writing poetry, um, I think it was at primary school. I was at, like, you know, junior school. And um, I always enjoyed that. When I was younger, you know, my intention was to be, you know, a journalist first. It wasn't music, it was more writing. I've, mm. I've never been a numbers person. I'm not good at math at all. I don't enjoy numbers. They don't really mean anything. Maybe that's why I'm not rich. I don't know. Not rich and financially anyway. Um, it's just they don't have any value, whereas I've always just found the, the world of language to be just so stimulating, so... Um, freeing there's just so much freedom in language because it's all about obviously your perception and, and how you want to describe things and how you see things and how you interpret things um, and and this year um, um, maybe I was feeling quite depressed for a while and um, writing was just a really good way to um, look back on aspects of like childhood and being a teenager um, and, and just kind of draw out positive things. So like writing poems about my grandfather, um, daft things that I did when I was younger, my parents. Um, and you know, I was just so glad to open my heart. You know, I think I was a bit nervous before telling anyone, oh, I think I've written a book because maybe, you know, they might think it's a bit pretentious. You know, if you've never done it before, you can worry about things like that, of course. Same as, you know, the first time you ever let anyone see a design or your song, you might be thinking, oh, I don't know. <sighs> but you do it and you're like, oh, I feel good about myself. But it's a release. It's, it's okay. And um, yeah. Yeah, just... yeah, I know the feeling. Like the first times you were like, okay, I think it's good. But okay, sister, what do you think? Is it good? Is it good enough? <laughs> and you're like scared of showing it to other people. But I guess that's something that, that we all artists struggle with at the beginning. Mm. But but I, I'm really proud of you that you <laughs> overcame that and went for it. And how did you get published or how, how did everything happen in that regard? Oh, so I, I, I mean, it's an interesting one. I self-published it. I mean, that's mm. something, you know, so there's no kind of like publisher there. I mean, anyone, anyone can and should write a book. You know, it doesn't mean... Um, I think most importantly, it's uh, essential that you express your feelings as a human being. I think it's good for you mentally and emotionally. And two, it's um, probably therapeutic to some degree as well. You know, some people keep a diary. Some people um, just write down their feelings because it's, it's good for them to visualize or to externalize. Um, so there's an aspect of that in it. Um, but anyone can write a book and should, you know, it would be a tragedy to live your life and never have expressed it. 
you know, because other people take something from your creation. So it's easy to get hung up about it, but you should just do it. Put the song out, read, write the book, draw the picture. Yeah, exactly. And you never know <laughs> when an opportunity will uh, present. Right? Um, I mean, what if, you know, some of the, 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 the most um, loved writers of the world, what if they never even tried? You know, the world would be uh, less wonderful for it. You know, even if you turn out to be a Vincent van Gogh and people don't appreciate you in your own time, someone in the future may find value in what you do. And, you know, that's important in the, the human story um, that we all are a part of to, yeah, just try and put out something positive into the world. And it might not be picked up today, but maybe tomorrow, maybe next year. And also, your book was doing quite well, wasn't it? Aye, for, for, I think for two days, for two whole days, it was like the number one on the Scots ebook chart on Amazon. And in all honesty, I don't think there was a great deal of competition on those two days. <laughs> <laughs> so it's important for me to retain uh, humility because there probably weren't that many books being put out in the Scots ebook category. But any validation that you can get for your work from friends or from colleagues, if it just gives you a wee bit of confidence to try again and get better, you know, it's a good thing. I think as a creative, the worst thing is to think that just nobody cares. So why, why, why try? Why even do it, you know? Um, because to go back, the joy should be because you enjoy to create. But of course, of course, it's nice if people uh, can be complimentary, of course. And what about your music? Where can we find your music? Do you have like uh, your albums uh, available somewhere? Yeah, yeah. So I think first and foremost, um, I've got my, this is my, my first album is called High Hopes that I recorded in 2014. Um, I mean, I don't even know if people even have CD players anymore. I don't know. But certainly I've got CDs here, but, um, or my music's online uh, through my website. Um, littlefiremusic.com. Little um, Little Fire has been like my music pseudonym for years. Um, comes from my brother's name, Aidan. Um, uh, a loose Gaelic to English translation of Aidan being Little Fire. Um, but yeah, littlefiremusic.com or find me on Twitter, littlefire, um, or email or, yeah, I don't know. I'll come and play a gig near you soon. Perfect. Thank you. And would you be so kind to delight us with a song? Yeah, certainly. No problem. I'm just going to go and grab the guitar. Okay, so we'll see how this goes. We'll see how it goes. This song is called uh, All I Need in Life. All I Need in Life from my album, I Hopes. All I need in life is a little hope and faith. All I need in life is a little love and grace. Hold on now to your dream. 
is a little smile and it's all right. All I need from you is a little love to make things right. And hold on now to your dreams. Hold on. Afraid to share it with you. No, this heart of mine, I will be afraid to share it with you. Oh, shall I go? Will you take me with you? It's better to me. Love is the way. Love is the way. Great. Well said. 
Thank you, Jamie. We hope you enjoyed this very special episode as much as we did. We are mesmerized by Jamie's music, so we want to say goodbye with one of his songs. Enjoy! Till next time! Where you wanna go in this day we share When you wanna touch my heart, show your care All along the road I walk, looking on Find some home and I shed a dawn And you're me, a something to me You're me
day we share When you wanna touch my heart, show ya care All along the road I walk, looking on Find some hope and I shed a dawn You make something to me Something to me